Hi, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. Hello, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, a part of Stroke Focus. I'm Cam, and I'm your host. And today I'm here with Evans, who is with the Stroke Association of Kenya. And they established in 2015, so they're trying to awareness, and they offer lessons on preventative rehabilitation measures. It's a nonprofit organization, purely survivor-led. So, Evans, first of all, I want to ask about your story, how you got involved here, and why. My story starts from the year 2010. As uh, as an individual, this was the time that I got sick. I suffered from stroke. I could not understand, and a disease that remains uh, a mystery to our most of our people. That is why we we have gone a mile ahead to find out what we can do to demystify the whole thing. In a nutshell, I got so sick, I lost um, memory totally. I could not be able to- You were in a coma. Yeah, I I was in a coma for six days. Mm -hmm. I was not in a position to know exactly who I am. I felt dejected and unwanted, you know. Oh, I, yes. Actually, this is what made the whole thing for us to start Stroke Association of Kenya. So, you have somebody there with you. Do you want to tell us who she is? Yeah, this is my caregiver. Okay. What's what's your name? My name is Yukabe. Okay. All right. So, she's here with Evans. We're going to ask you some questions, too, before this is all over. No problem. Okay. When you had the stroke, what did you do before the stroke? Did you have a job? Yes. Yeah. He was doing a, he's a pharmacist. Wow. Okay. Were you he able had to? a pharmacy. He was running a pharmacy in our rural home. Okay. I was in Nairobi. I had reported to work. Uh-huh. Only to receive a call that uh, he has fallen sick. It was eight in the morning. So I was shocked and then I just left the office. I took a bus all the way to Kisi. Our rural home. Our rural home. Then I found that his brother had taken him to hospital. So when I went to the hospital, I found him in a coma. I could not believe I was devastated. I was frustrated. I didn't know what happened. So after this stroke, were you all learning things about stroke while he was in the hospital? No, I started to know what stroke is when he was in hospital. 
So after which I transferred him from Kisi Awaruro home to the National Hospital, to the National Hospital, Kenyatta National Hospital in Nairobi. I sought a specialist. So here in the U.S., a lot of times you're in the hospital and then they transfer you to another facility where you do what we call rehab or a rehab hospital where you get yes. occupational and physical and speech therapy. It, did you yes. do something like that there? Yes, did the examination. They found that there was a clot in the head. Oh. Administered, they started treating him. And there was an improvement. He started opening his eyes. Since you, you talk well now. Yeah, 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 now I can talk. Okay, yeah. You know, so, uh, you know seven, uh, seven years. Uh huh. After seven years, now I can talk. Yeah. Well, yeah. you talk well. So, in all of this, are you able to work now? Not really, but uh, I can limp. That uh, I could uh, really need, but uh, I'm able to. At least I can. I can. I can work. Okay. But, uh, Minimal. He can take bath on his own. Yeah. Uh -huh. I can. He can dress on his own. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and, and that's important because a lot of times when we have a stroke, it's hard to find independence. I couldn't walk when I first had my stroke and I left my rehab center in a walker and mm -hmm. I now without assistance, mm -hmm. um, you know, but, and, and I can drive, but I couldn't drive for about three or four months. There is this thing of independence that we need, but we also know that everybody's different and that it could take longer people to do things. Mm -hmm. But there's all sorts of things out there that I'm sure you found out and you're trying to tell people that it's okay. Just keep working it and, you know, things start happening. So how do you support survivors in recovery? Do you have like support groups or do you just get out there and do uh, what we call seminars or classes? How do yeah. you? Supporting them is a, a milestone. We have a lot of problems in uh, trying to assist them. Especially, you will find that uh, the French survivors' work becomes very difficult because we lack things like uh, wheelchairs, we lack things like uh, transport, we cannot uh, facilitate anything. So these are the problems that make us not to help. Otherwise, survivors are many in Kenya because the prevalence of stroke is very high, extremely high. So what is your biggest challenge? Financial is one. We are not able to, you know, capacity building. We are unable. We don't have a rehabilitation center. Secretariat. We, we have no rehab center. These are the problems that we have. So with your association, been able to do something successfully. 
Yeah, uh, like uh, we have been able to to do successfully World Stroke Days celebrations because we have done each year very successfully because sometimes the government comes in minimally. Then we have friends. And the other stakeholders. Yeah, we can ask friends to assist sometimes who actually come in very early. And the families of the survivors too. So one of the quotes, I guess, that I have is you've been able to do a lot of things successfully for the past three years, but with lots of constraints. Constraints, the things that you talked about that even are with survivors, you know, financial, being able to give information out, get your get the word out. So are those the type of constraints you're talking about? Those are the constraints I'm talking about. Because uh, what is very important is to give information to these people. Right. How do we reach there? We that is a problem. We reaching there is a problem because we, because of our the measure of our uh, disability. Mm-hmm. You know we are unable completely to ground. So we yeah. need assistance. So. You're also, which I think is great, and I think this is how we heard about you. You're a member of the World Stroke Organization. How did you find them? Wonderful. You know, World Stroke Organization came to us through, there is a a lady that you interviewed there the other day, Sarah Benson. Yes. That is the person that connected us because she's in charge of uh, foreign uh, development. So she connected us. Then we knew World Stroke Organization. That enabled us to do the first celebration for World Stroke Organization in World Stroke Day in Kenya. That is way back in 2015. Okay, so that actually started. You actually did that the same year that you kind of started. Oh, yeah, That's yes. cool. Yeah, I that. I, that it started like almost. It sounds like right away. So you're a member of of the World Stroke Association, and yeah. now that you found each other, are are there other ways that they have helped you? They give us information that we need, and uh, sometimes they link us to well wishes. And so they, um, they actually they are. Yeah, so that was one of the things that I understood about them. Also, mm-hmm. they were a huge source of information, and so we're happy to also kind of partner with them and to learn about different things that they have. And then I guess. In some roundabout way, that's how we got a hold of you. So as far as this goes, do you feel like your organization in Kenya is growing at this point? Tell us about Strukazine of Kenya is growing. Okay. And then this growth is very fast. But you see, we we are able to 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 move further because of uh, the, the constraints that I've already talked about. And uh, if if we are assisted um, just a little, 
we are able to now do things like um, having uh, our own rehabilitation centers. Yeah, having our rehabilitation centers. And equipping the, the centers too. Yes, equipping the centers to, to help the, the survivors. survivors. You yeah. know, I like that. Do you all have any resources for caregivers? Because that's huge. Because the stroke never just is the survivor. It's also, it's the whole family at some yeah. point. That's so right. do you support them in any way? You know, actually, we, in our formation, we have never separated these two lives. Okay. The caregiver, the caregiver and the survivor. Because these two lives are intertwined. One cannot do without the, without the other. Oh, absolutely. So, so what, what we have done is that uh, sometimes we organize like um, a workshop, like two days workshop. Then we teach them on the uh, their roles so that they understand exactly because disability uh, especially in africa is a problem because people have not understood what disability is so if we leave them you know to operate without information they may not go far do you get any support from your state or your country um, in this at all? Yeah, the government uh, sometimes... They come in especially when uh, there is... Uh, uh, when the... World Stroke Day? The World Stroke Day is about to to yeah. be celebrated. This is when they chip in. They can um, print t-shirts. They also offer as event organization. Okay. They also give waiver for other other small small uh, needs, and well, they arrange for uh, a free cleaning for blood pressure and uh, sugar hypertension. Uh, that's always nice to have that. We have that in some of our things that we do around the U.S. also. What would you like to see happen at this point with your Kenya Stroke organization? Actually, what I would like to see is a situation where Stroke Association is able to, so. to meet its um, uh, obligations mm -hmm. in time, in good time. Then we, at least we are able to help the, the survivors and the caregivers. So is there anything that you want people to know that we haven't talked about? I think we, basically we have uh, touched on important ones. Only that uh, I can say the most important thing is that we, we need help from well wishes, from government, friends, anybody so that we are able now to roll out and, uh, and do our mandate. That's huge. And I really applaud you at this point for your success at this time that, you know, you've gone from 
nothing to where you are now. And hopefully in a few more years or maybe even sooner, you know, I, I really hope that people know your group's yeah. name, that they uh, know who you are. Uh-huh. Another thing that uh, I really wanted to let you know is that uh, most of the survivors, once you have become disabled because of stroke, you lose a job. Yes. Yeah, you lose a job. Then now the roles change, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, me. I was I was the breadwinner in my house. Mm -hmm. But now my wife is so helpful mm -hmm. that now she's now able sometimes to give what she wants. Yeah. And then the other uh, biggest problem is that uh, some people, some families run away. Like uh, the, the wife has become disabled, the husband runs away. Like when the husband is uh, disabled, the wife runs away. You see this kind of thing. So it's, right. a, it's, it's a very uh, sorry state of affairs. I will say, just not to make you feel any better or worse about it, that happens here. Uh, you know, people hear the word stroke and mm. they run. You know, families leave the survivor, wives, husbands leave the survivor, sometimes even children, you know, leave because everybody has a different story. Some, you find out that, you know, the spouse wasn't really in love with you. It was about the job and the money or or it was about the prestige or it was about, oh, my gosh, you know, we were living comfortably and now we can't. So some people, it's because the survivor themselves gets difficult to work with. They may have anger issues or they may have depression or anxiety and they don't want to deal with it. So that happens here. A thing that I read about all the time and then working with stroke support groups that I hear of all the time. And it's mm -hmm. unfortunate. But you find out, number one, who your real friends are. You find out who really loves you and your family. You know, yeah. and who really wants to understand what's okay. happening. Yeah. The main, actually, the main problem all over the world is lack of information on this condition. Right. Because, because uh, a stroke is treatable. Absolutely. Very, very, very treatable. So, I mean, uh, when someone runs away, it's lack of knowledge. And I will say in some cases, I do feel that there are, uh, there are cases where it's just they don't want to deal with it. They, they wanted this. They, they had imagined a certain life for themselves and it wasn't going to happen. And they didn't want to do the work. But others, I do think that it's huge. That the education part is huge, um, that they don't understand while we may take a long time to recover mm. and we may not recover a hundred percent but we can recover and we can continue the recovery for mm. you know 10 20 30 whatever it takes as long as we keep working and mm. that's the thing and that's what we'll need to be educated on i think one of the huge things 
but I do think that in your case with what you're saying is that it is in your area a huge lack of information. That is what is required. Mm-hmm. If we I, if we are enabled effectively, we shall take this information out. And then, like uh, three four years, mm-hmm. the situation is completely changed in our country. In uh, stroke association, we have children of four or five years who are survivors. It looks like a stroke in the recent times mm-hmm. uh, has changed the, the, the pattern of uh, that old age to, to now everybody. This episode of Stroke Focus was brought to you by Sarah Belson. Sarah is the International Development Manager of the World Stroke Organization. And Sarah gives advice to people around the world who would like to set up and grow patient stroke support organizations. These organizations are vital in raising awareness about stroke risk factors and signs. They're helping people in the community in their life after stroke. To learn more about patient stroke support organizations around the world, visit the World Stroke Organization's website at www.world-stroke.org. And to hear stroke survivor and support stories, visit the blog at www.worldstrokeorganization.blogspot.com. Dot com.